Okay. Yes, folks. Another week, another week, another week. You hear me saying this every week, but this week for me is different. Why? Because the kids are back in school, they're getting settled in. There's a lot of people out there frustrated with decisions the government are making. A lot of people feel that their voices aren't being heard. I know there was a march in Dublin last weekend and there was around 20,000 people at it. The meeting before that or the march before that, there was 3,000. And as time goes on, we are questioning. That's part of life. We want to know if we got things right or we got things wrong. But it's about ownership and it's about raising your hand and it's about understanding businesses. And I'll say it once, I'll say it again. Poverty in this country will do more damage than COVID. So one of the industries that I feel is being really, really hit is our travel industry. You know, something that we take for granted, people's wages, people's in, people's lives. And on that note, I have Mary McKenna on. Mary has been, she's an, old, let's call her old school. She'll probably not like me say that, but <laughs> old school in the travel agents, and especially travel tour America or travel America. Mary, how are you? Good, thank you, Joe. And uh, it's, it's Tour America. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm the Tour American Cruise Holidays, two companies. I'll tell you the story about Cruise Holidays in, in a minute, because <laughs> that's yeah. an interesting story that came out of uh, desperation. Desperation. On it. Yeah. So let's take a couple of steps back. In the beginning, when this all sort of kicked in, there was, you know, the people were excited, they were nervous, there was, it was new. Um, and then we sort of realized that it was not, and it was going to strip away a lot of businesses. What happened with yourselves and with your industry? Was it basically just a sledgehammer coming down and take, are pulling the rug underneath your feet right away? Well, you know, to be quite honest with you, Joe, it, it's quite funny what happened because I, I remember at the beginning of March hearing about a, a case on a cruise ship off the west coast of California. And as I said, I have a brand called Cruise Holidays. So about 25% of my businesses are, are cruises. And this was the beginning of March and it was a, uh, a passenger in their late 80s. And, and I was kind of saying, okay, that's, that, that's odd and, and what, whatever's happening. But I thought personally myself, it was all hyped up. I, I didn't truly believe it, to be quite honest. And I actually did a video showing my staff down in Florida having their holiday uh, with everything. There was 100% normality down in Florida at that time. I showed one of the staff then on a cruise ship, a Royal Caribbean cruise ship, having a great time as well. And, um, and that was the beginning of March. And uh, let, let's say that was about the 5th or 6th or 7th, around that time. And two days later... I asked my um, marketing team to please take down that video. And I said to them, I was wrong. I, I think this is quite serious. And, um, and I decided at that stage to look at the reality of what was happening. And a sledgehammer is an understatement of what happened in our business. So, and I'll just give you the story really. Um, on the 18th of March, we closed our offices in Dublin, Cork and Orlando. So we have two offices on Abbey Street, Cruise Holidays and Tour America. And I remember turning the key saying, God, I don't know when I'll be back in. But even the days leading up to that, uh, Donald Trump closed off the States. We had thousands of people 
on cruise ships in America. Like if you were on holidays and you'd just gone there three days, we were ringing you saying, hi, Joe, this is to America. We need to get you home. I'm really sorry. And we had to organize your flights. So we had to go work 24 hours around the clock, all our staff getting in contact with people. Some clients actually said, I don't want to come home. I want to stay there. And we're saying, we strongly recommend you come home because the States really, you know, life was as normal over there. And, and this moved at such a pace. So what happened then on the 18th of March, we decided to close our offices. Um, we, we were very lucky because we had a lot of our staff who work from home anyway, home workers they're called. So we set up um, half the team working from home and I had to talk to the other half of the team. And I want to tell you the emotional side of business and, and people forget this. Yeah. I started my business 25 years ago from my sitting room and I started with three people with nothing, with no money. And I built a business uh, which is a very successful business, a trusted brand over 25 years. We're actually 25 years in October. And we have remained profitable from day one. I decided to run it as a business, not a lifestyle. I recognized I had some weaknesses. I, I went and studied at night. I never went to college. I went to UCD at night. I studied leadership. I decided to read a business book a week to try and upskill myself. And I really spent a lot of time in developing my own skills, studying emotional intelligence, NLP, <clears throat> to try and develop myself as a leader. I did the Leadership for Growth course with Enterprise Ireland in 2012. I was the only female with 27 uh, men and, and, and someone who hadn't gone to college. I went to the best college in, in Europe, um, in, in Switzerland, IMD, and spent a year working with um, uh, business coaches and mentors and, and really okay, about self-development. So so it's the self-development, you, you, you had all this knowledge and experience. So you, the business wisdom was in the toolkit. You were ready to go. Well, you see, I'm, the story is the emotional side. When you have people, I have 50 staff who work with me. 50. And when you have to say to half that team, I don't have any work for you. That, that tears at you. That strips you from the inside. And I told you about Cruise Holidays. Cruise Holidays was set up after September the 11th. And overnight, my, my business went after September the 11th, the, the whole tragedy of September the 11th. And I remember having, we had 43 staff at the time and having to let go of 10 or 11 it was actually. And that was horrific. And then a couple of weeks later, we set up Cruise Holidays and took back those staff. But I remember the feeling of it. And that feeling came back again because... The business is sound. The business is good. The business will survive. And yes, it is painful this year, but we're doing all the right things in terms of taking care of our customer, being there for our customer. And, and that, that's the point I want to make on travel agents. Maybe I'll, I'll say to you later is the job that they did. Like you've got to remember anybody who was traveling in the last six months, they cannot get through to an airline. They can't get through to a UK company. They can get through to a travel agent. I, I would agree with you because I had friends when this was happening who were in America and they were flying out of New York, but they would have been down in, in, in middle America. And one of them tried to ring the airline and he couldn't get in touch with the airline. And the only thing on their website was cancel your flight. That was it. And he jumped in his car and he had a phone on for, he says roughly seven hours just ringing on hold while he drove from middle America right up to New York to get his flight and couldn't get in touch with anyone. So there's the panic. 
And sometimes I think we forget, you know, we have come a nation of gone. We don't need travel agents because we can book a flight and we can source this out. But when, when shit hits the fan, we look for someone to call. And if you have a travel agent, you can pick up that phone. And that's a person who is calm and collective on the other side that can resolve something for you as well. And that's a good travel agent. Well, I also question, you know, just on that, I think that we, we probably haven't done a really good job over the years showing what our value proposition, what makes us different. Uh, so, for example, every single travel agent in Ireland, there's only 200 of us, by the way, are licensed and bonded. So if a customer books with them, they're financially protected, even if that business goes belly up. An airline isn't, by the way. And second of all, you know, even for our brand and most travel companies, well, our brand, because we put our own product together. Why would you book it online when we have better prices, better deals, we've got 24-hour service, and you're right, Joe, it's only when something goes wrong, people remember, actually, I do need customer service, I do need customer care, and I think that's what we've done really, really well, and I love the testimonials we're getting at the moment, because you've got to remember, we're not even at 100% refunds yet, but we're well over 75% which I'm really proud of. So we're still chasing suppliers for refunds um, and doing a good job getting the money back. It's, it's interesting. I have uh, friends in Germany and, and one of them who owns a travel agent and he brings people into Ireland. Um, to, to, so they're bringing people to yes, Germany. Incoming, yeah. in, in, incoming. But also we've noticed, noticed that in Germany as well, a lot of people who are doing travel uh, bookings in Germany are, are holding off. They're not looking for cancellation. They're not looking for funding. They're going, okay, let's go and uh, we'll wait. We'll wait till see what happens because we will want this holiday eventually. We know that in Switzerland that the places where, you know, people in the streets, hotels are booked till October. Um, someone mentioned me, but they're locking down. It says they're locking down a small part, but the rest of the country is, is, is moving. Your biggest business is America. I love America. But, you know, I, I spent an awful lot of time there. I've worked with, with an awful lot of Americans. I, my business, um, a previous business was, was wrapped around the American culture. Um, and it's, you know, I, Think if everyone is looking at America, everyone, the world is looking at America. I can't, you know, I, I can't wait for holidays to open up again. So, well, I, I think they, they will. Um, you they know, will. Joe, and uh, what we did as a business as well, at a very early stage, made a call saying, I don't think, you know, this is going back in March and April. I said to the team, I really don't think uh, in the summertime that a holiday will be 100% proper. So I said, why don't we give our customers an option they can move to next year? And we did that month by month. So here's my call on my take. And I, and I could be wrong, but this is what I'm basing my business on. We've kind of put our business to sleep as such for this year, this financial year. Um, and we're serving, we have um, half the team working. So still dealing with customers. We're doing some bookings for next year. So we probably get a few in a day. I, I think that what will happen is I'm not sending anybody to the States probably this side of Christmas, to be quite honest with you. And if somebody decides to go themselves, that's fine. But, you know, I'm not sending any of our customers. I'm not, I'm not marketing this year whatsoever. I do see 
that next year will come back and we have a good amount of business for next year. So I'm looking at saying bookings happening in January for travel from Easter onwards. And, um, and you know, I hope, hope that there'll be a vaccination. I think it's, it's been, um, it, we have to take the virus serious and we have to do all the right things. And um, I think safety has to come first. I think businesses have suffered greatly and in travel agents, just to show the difference is, and I want to say this, because 15 of us went to the door last week with the petition as well. So. Yeah, I, I want to ask you that. I want to, I want to ask you that. And why have 15 of 200 travel agents gone to the door? What, where did this store from? Where was the frustration? Okay. Yeah, so first of all, we didn't want to march. We wanted to be civilised. We wanted to respect... Uh, the restrictions that are in place. Um, we, we had a letter. We decided that 15 would, would represent the whole entire industry, which I think was a good idea. And what we had was a signed petition uh, over 6,500. A lot of people in the industry, a lot of their families, actually some customers saying, I book with my travel agent. I want my travel agent to be there in the future. So I did it for my industry. Um, I think, you know, we're very specialized. We're very niche. We specialize in states and cruises. But there are travel agents throughout the country who do a fantastic job. And I think there's a future for them. But right now, just to show what the difference in our industry compared to any industry and let me talk about the pubs first, okay, who I have empathy for. Um, my father was in uh, the pub business and my grandfather and my cousins. And it's tough for them. But they could stop on the 18th of March, put down all tools, close up shop. Not one single travel agent could do that. We had to continue working. And not only that, and this is really important, we had to give back every single penny we took in the previous year because people were entitled to 100% refunds. So we had to actually give back revenue. Nobody had to give back all the money they took in for pints the previous year. So it was a huge financial burden. So what we were looking for from government is grants to help the industry uh, for the wage supplements to continue. To really look at our industry, we haven't got any um, look in whatsoever. We seem to be bottom of the barrel for some reason. And yet we're 1.4 billion of an industry in Ireland. We employ 3,500 staff in Ireland. And actually, as I said to you earlier, we're the only part that's licensed and bonded. If an airline goes in the morning, um, you know, the government will have to come in and pay for that or whatever. But we have a bond that has been there in place for years that protects our customer, financially protects our customer. And we do a very good job in customer service. Um, so that's why we went and, and we met with a good few ministers and it was very civilized. I don't like this. Personally, I don't believe in 2,000 people or 200 people marching on the dole in these times. I think that's wrong. And I think it's, it's wrong for um, putting people in danger. And I would see that as in danger. So we're very uh, careful to respect um, the restrictions. And we all wore masks and we did whatever we could to do it in the right way. So... What were the outlines that you had in in this? And basically saying, would it be correct in saying it was, could you help us, please? You're 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 forgetting about us. Could you help us? They have forgotten about us. I what date? You. What date was that? That was last mm. week. That was it. Was either Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember what last day it was. Week. But that was you last don't even week. Know. Okay, um, so if that was last week, and. Have you heard back? Not 
a thing. But look, I've written letters to every single minister, a story of a business. Um, so even my story, here is a business that has been profitable, that has done well, that has run well, that the government have invested in because they educated me on the Leadership for Growth course in Switzerland. Here is a business that has potential to keep growing. We're going one way, growth, growth, growth. And yeah, we'll be fine because it's run as a business, not a lifestyle, but it's just eating into retained profits. It does need support. Uh, all travel companies need support. And, you know, the Vintners Association got 16 million. We have got zero, nothing. And I'm concerned about the airlines and I'm concerned about the cruise companies. I mean, Ryanair have deep pockets. They will probably make it true, no problem at all. But, you know, like... Dublin Airport, the airlines, they're all losing. Well, okay, so the Ventures have got 16 million to divvy out and to help the, the industry. Why do you feel that the travel agents haven't been given any package or any grants or, or are they put under the protective the business grants? So have they looked at, not you as just an industry, but they put you as within the entrepreneur business where... You know, there, there, there are grants out there for businesses. Um, I, I don't think we've got a look in at all. And I don't know. We have a, a board, an ITA board, who have been meeting with ministers behind the scenes for the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm, I'm still waiting to see what the results of that um, are. But if, let me put it this way, if on the 18th of March, when every single travel agent closed their doors, they stopped like everybody else, I can tell you, there would have been serious problems in this country. Uh, right now, there's about 120 million still of outstanding refunds uh, within Ireland to be refunded to customers. So, you know, that's a lot of money customers are waiting on. So I think it's important that this industry is looked at um, and, uh, you know, that they're, they're, there's help given to travel agents because I think they do provide a good service. Um, so maybe we're not as big of a clout as the Wittners Association or uh, whatever, but um, I, I have, I am looking forward to speaking to uh, a lot of the politicians when they come to my front door. Um, and I have asked and, and uh, rewritten letters, but I can honestly say I'm really surprised at zero reaction and zero reply. It's, it's shocking. No, I, I, I don't think it is because I know of other people over the years have put documents together and written and never heard back. And the only way that, you know, there's, you know in business, he who shouts the loudest gets the results. And yeah, I'm thinking of getting pages. I'm thinking of buying pages in all the papers and printing but that's my letters. It. But and that's just, it's like he who shouts the loudest, and it's like with with the two thousand people that went and marched. You have to understand those two thousand people. A lot of them aren't business owners, and they don't have committee. These are people who are individually in their own home, and the only way they they don't have a committee. So these are people that went down the street because they care about their home, they care about their children, they care about their society. And that's the way they have gone about this. And I and agree or disagree, I, for me, I believe it's freedom of choice. Freedom of choice. And I, I, like, I wear a mask when I go into a shop. If I see someone not wearing a mask, I respect that person because I will 
fight for you. I will fight for whoever because of freedom of choice. Mm -hmm. And it angers me as well that your industry is being ignored. You know, to, mm -hmm. it's individuals. These are like you started this from your living room. You know, yeah. other travel agents, you know, they have wives, they have husbands, they have children, they have mortgages, they have all this stuff that's gone through all these people's heads. Like, it's, 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 it's not just what they're doing, it's the, the after effect that's causing your industry. Like, I'm sure there's people crying and worried and not being able to sleep at night with anxiety as well. And if, do you know what I feel as new as well? If you had an issue with a client, or a client had an issue with you, you represent your clients when they're abroad. Correct, Mary? Yes. And yes. if someone had a worry or a concern and they made contact with you, no matter what it was, you would pick up the phone and have a conversation with them just to reassure. Yeah. Look at the government at the moment and look at them as your, you are their client. They are representing you and your industry, and we put them into government. And all they would have need to do is recognize that you handed that information in and someone might have called you and went, we've got this and we will look into it. That's all that needed to be done in the very beginning. But what happened is you haven't heard anything. And the frustration builds. And that's where I feel is wrong. Yeah, well, you know, I really feel we have no voice. And when we did get to speak to some ministers at the Dáil last week, I mean, I, I was asking for action, like put your words to action and, uh, you know, be accountable. And I know um, I'm still waiting to see what that is. Um, but look, um, I'm going to represent, I actually care about my industry. So I'm going to put my head out uh, on the block and keep working and keep getting out there on Twitter and doing whatever I can to help my fellow colleagues. Because, you know, as I said to you, you always have to do the right thing. And those who sit back and sit on the fence, I've no time for really. I think we all have a duty to take action to help, help others and, and do the right thing. And as I said, my business will be fine but I think there's room for the 199 other travel agents and I'd like to help them. Um, I'd like Sorry. to have all my staff back, which I don't have at the moment. That's a big thing. You know, I have 50 staff. I really like them all. They're all great staff. It takes two years to, to train a staff member. Um, I don't have enough work for 50 staff at the moment. So, you know, that's where we need support to make sure that, you know, things will turn around next year, but probably 2022 before it comes back to normality. Um, to where we were before so um, I, I don't particularly want to let any of them go so that's a personal thing so and I'm sure there's a lot of travel agents around the country that are family businesses and I'll tell you Joe there's there's one guy I won't mention his name he's he's got a couple of travel agencies in Ireland and um, and it's very hard when you retail premises and you're, you're paying all your fixed costs and your leases and you're not getting breaks and he told me last week he had to sell his car just to keep going. And that's pretty bad to hear. And, you know, you're, we're not civil servants. We're, there's no you know, protection. It's, it's, you know, it's to get out there. And, and when you have to sell your own car, there's not too many people just to survive. That's pretty hard. Yes. And it's, 
look, it's we've all had like we've all had times where we've been at that rock bottom, and a lot of people hit that rock bottom when the recession hit, you know. Yes. And it's this just came along, and I think it's making us really understand and making us look at you know all those things, you know, economical and our political system. So Mary, maybe the, the next twenty five years. And the importance of being the importance of being good to each other. Like it's compassion a really, and empathy. Yeah. Well it's a really important time because you know, I know we spoke earlier before we did this interview, but the most important thing is that people take care of their their mental well being, that they stay fit, that they stay positive, because it's very easy look down, you've got to look up because this will end. We will get through it, but we need to mind ourselves and we need to watch out for anybody who's vulnerable and get through it. My, my mother got COVID. She's in a nursing home. Um, she's got very bad dementia. It was horrific. Seven of the patients died of COVID. She was fine. But like, so anybody who had a parent or a loved one in a nursing home and who passed away and couldn't go to a funeral, I mean, that is, that, that pulls your heart out. Well, if you if you if you think about look what's going on in Victoria, you know the lockdown there, and I know people that are over there and you know they can't see their kids because they're in different areas and in the like look at what's just happening around the world. Like look in the Philippines, in the Philippines, the doctors and nurses earn about ten pound a day, and they are working and they're wearing the suits, and because they don't have enough suits, they're wearing nappies because they can't change them. But the Filipino government are talking about putting white sand in Manila Beach to make it beautiful. But, they, but the nurses are screaming out for stuff. So there's all these sort of things around the world. And, and, and look, then, the biggest thing around the world is starvation. Oh, we still haven't fixed that one. You know, more well, people it, die of starvation than anything else. Well, with starvation, it's not a food shortage, it's a distribution no. shortage. On it. Exactly. So, so tell me this, um, the next 25 years, will it be, uh, a, a, are we veering down the road like, like a, a politician? Will we, will we be running for local election? You know? I think I'd do all this to be a politician, I think. I, I, like, I mean, I would call it as it is. I think I'd be in trouble if I was that. Well, that's what so we need. Uh, what what I, I see, I love what I do. I think you can tell that. And, um, and you know, I set up Zoom holidays and Zoom travel in March. <laughs> but I, I think there's, I think that my business is going to look very different. I think I'm going to, it's going to be a new world. There's going to be great opportunities. Um, I love being involved in, in, in helping others or if somebody's starting a business. Um, is, you know, is, there a, is, is there an issue with, you know, when America opens up again, like I know people that are booked on um, cruises that have been cancelled, and I know people's holidays. Like when uh, will America or Europe be the first place to go for everyone? You know, I think will America Europe, will lift? Open up, Europe will open up first, Joe, and then the states will. But let me tell you something, all right? If as someone who's on an advisory panel for all the cruise companies, okay, in, in the states, what we sell is four and five star. I have been on all these cruise ships, which are stranded at the moment. These are five star uh, floating Ritz Carlton ships. They're a billion dollars to build. They will come back, and it is a fantastic holiday. And what they did very cleverly, um, you know, because they got, they got hit very badly at the beginning. So if, if somebody moved their booking to next year, they gave you 25% extra uh, of a value on that, whether it's onboard credit. So 
MSC have already had two cruises now going around and I've been watching it very carefully. Um, they've handled it very well, testing, really strict restrictions on excursions. So I think that will come back again. I'm looking at 2021, but that's a great holiday. And the States, like, you know, I personally, I love Miami. Uh, there are some beautiful hotels down there. Orlando is fantastic. And all these parks, Universal and Disney are just waiting uh, and it might be a very different world, but they're still great, great, great uh, holidays. So um, the rate of exchange is very good. Um, so that wasn't the case in March. So if somebody's going there, get good value on shopping. So it's at 119 at the moment versus, so you get for one euro, uh, $1.19. Um, so that's pretty good value compared to where it was. Um, so there's going to be opportunities. People are going to need a holiday and I think they might do one big holiday instead of two or three in the future. Um, so that's my prediction. So, uh, you know, there's one thing that we guarantee out of this. When this all, uh, you know, when this all sort of, I think after the elections in America, if there's not a civil war. Um, well, hopefully I, he goes now. I really do hope Donald Trump goes. I'm sorry, and I'm saying that for the record. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly believe that there will be an amazing amount of deals in america yes yeah yeah and you know and the irish have a, a great affiliation with the states so both my parents immigrated there in the 50s i i i i i guess my relatives over there ancestors and all um on donald trump um i you know I, I i'm not a lover of the man but i don't think joe biden is up to the task either so, oh, but he's uh, just Donald Trump is just—he's a narcissist. It's very hard to watch him. And you know what really upsets me about him? He doesn't believe in climate change. Like, uh, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Very hard to watch him last night with the governor of California, who's a very well-spoken. Okay, if, if you if you talk about climate change as well, um, they say airplanes contribute an awful lot to climate change. Where does that leave? Well, let me tell you something, industry? Joe. I just. Said, Here's a, here's, a, here's a Netflix documentary. Edu, edu, educate game me. Changer, game Changer. Watch that. Yeah. So Game Changer is about the uh, what the biggest impact climate change is, is uh, animals. And uh, so if you watch that, it's about meat. Um, so it, it's, it's a fascinating Netflix documentary on the statistics around uh, the farming industry. And they are the biggest uh, issue for climate change. Now, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people on saying that. So I'm just saying I watched a documentary. Even it's, well, it's one but of I the reasons. We do need to look at less flying. And I hate to say that because I'm in the business of it. But I particularly will look at that. I, I'm now gone electric car. I want to have solar. So I actually do care. I have a 12 year old son and we all have a point or a part to play. And business has to start looking at stuff because that's the right thing to do. I think you're right that we all have a, a part to play. And I think it's where it needs to start really and truly with everybody is compassion and empathy for the people around you. And if yes. we do that, we can look at everything else then. Yeah, yeah, yes. Mary, where, if people want to sort of look for that super deal next year, and I mean it honestly, you know, yeah. I'm going to be looking to see if I can get a cracker of a deal into America <laughs> next year. I tell you, I tell you, it'll be... And we'll give you a cracker of a deal. Cracker of a deal. Where, where can they reach out to? Where can okay, they reach out? so 
uh, first of all, our, our website, www.touramerica.ie, because our offices are, are, are closed for safety reasons at the moment. And also on Facebook, where all the specials are put up, videos put up there. So we have over 100,000, um, what's it called? I, I'm, I'm not a social media person, but 100,000 followers on Facebook. And um, so we're on Twitter, we're on all the social media platforms, but you just go on to Tour America's website, www.touramerica.ie. Even if you want to put yourself on the newsletter, you'll get specials. And the society, is there a body that if people want to log on or help support yourselves or add to that petition or anything else, is there a, a travel agent network or... Uh, there's an ITA, there's an ITA, the Irish Travel Agents Association. But look, Joe, you've helped today. And that's what we need, more people like you um, to get our voice out there. And as I said, it's not about Mary McKenna and Tour America. This is about local travel agents around the country of Ireland who have done a really good job. And thank you for helping them all, because that's what we need to do is really get people to go into their local businesses and support Irish companies. And, and we're all very proud to be an Irish company. And there was yeah. too much looking at quick, like there was horror stories about like Love Holidays, all these UK companies who were like a five or cheaper than someone you knew. And yet you can't get through to them and they don't care. It's, it's just like, yeah. so UK law and Irish law are very different. I think the one, of the, one of the things that the whole travel agency that frustrated the hell out of me was we went um, to Carrigan and Sharon for, Shannon for a couple of days and stayed in a beautiful hotel in the town. The hotel was amazing. The people were brilliant. Went out to a lovely restaurant for a meal with the kids, myself, my wife, kids. Went back to the hotel, said, look, we give the kids the phones. We'll sit down and have a drink. And, you know, nice after a meal. Went into the hotel, said, look, can we get a drink? No. Why? Um the bar is closed. Okay, can we can we get a drink in in the in, inside? You can, but you have to buy food. I says, well, we have to buy food, yeah, and you know we get spot checks on this. So the kids kind of lit up and went, great, we get extra food here. But what made me realise was if we talk about you know this lockdown and we talk about getting bringing businesses back together, and they've only said you can have an hour and a half. If people go out and they have a meal for an hour and a half, and then that's it, they have to go home. Like, there's a culture about going back to a hotel and being able to have a drink or you know, talking, and this is all limited. So I honestly believe a lot of it has been made up as they go along. You know? so, did, you see the, did you see the Twitter of the Irish farmer with his alarm clock in the pub, and he's at it for an hour and a half? <laughs> and it's all that picture is all over social media look we're very social um the irish so hopefully we get through all this it gets back to some normality and that maybe that's why the pubs are getting so much support everybody loves their local pub and, yeah i always um, said how we solve COVID, how we solve yeah. COVID, get everyone back into the pubs and everybody will will you know be heard and supporting, you know we're big we're big sports fans. You know, we're all like, I mean, I watch the rugby and to see nobody at it. I'm a, a soccer coach. I miss my coach. Leinster games. Yeah. And it was a brilliant game. Like, and you just can't like, so we, so the Irish love socializing and we love our sports and we like our holidays, I think. I would, yeah. um, so we need to get those, but look, Joe, we have to be optimistic. We've got to get, we've got to save lives as well. We'll get it right. And um, here it is. Here it is. I want everyone, if they will jump on live, Look at those holiday uh, videos and salivate for what you are missing. Get that 
get that saving plan together and remember when it comes there's going to be amazing deals and the travel agents in Ireland will be the people to look after you. Barry, thanks Thank for you, coming Bravo. on to Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to your audience. Bye. Take care. Bye. Yes, folks, that's Mary McKenna um, from, you know, travel agents in Ireland. We forget about all the small businesses. You know, we, we know about the ones in the supermarkets or in the shopping centers. And, but then there's all these other industries around the country as well that are suffering. So remember, I said it, compassion and empathy for the people around you and the businesses. And don't be frightened. Don't be fearful. Remember, you are safe in your own body. You are safe in your own home and you're safe in your community. Wash your hands. Wear your mask in the shops. You'll do okay. You'll do okay. Look after yourself. Till next week. Have a super weekend. Have a super weekend. And uh, take care and God bless. Take care.